Welcome. This is the Club NFT podcast where we focus talking to project founders in the Solana NFT space. You're going to want to hear about the helpful insights, innovations, all that's happening now and get clarity how NFTs as a tech and shifting to Web3 is the number one opportunity of our generation, especially if you're an entrepreneur, a fellow founder, an investor, you're going to want to listen in. I'm your host, Trevor Johnson, founder of Club NFT, a community where we help NFT investors profit. Let's get into this episode as we roll this clip. Let's go. Welcome to the the Club NFT podcast here, um, where we interview founders in the space and uh, get a little bit of a lowdown on you know their projects and you know how they got into the space and any way to inspire the newest person getting involved. Um, you know how they can improve, how they can really take action and really see the abundance of opportunity that's here, that's present. Um, we got Task on the on the line here. He's from Ghost Kid Dow, um, one of the strongest communities out in the Solana space, and you know you see them everywhere. And I'm really excited to to get the lowdown. Um, you know, from my understanding, I, you know, conversations with Task. He's an amazing, humble human, and I'm really looking forward to get to know him a bit more and um, have him on this episode. So thanks for tuning in, my friend. Um, yeah, tell me tell me a little bit. You know, where, where are you tuning in from? And and let's uh, we'll we'll start from the ground zero um, story that we we're just talking about and go from there. Yeah, so you just want me to kind of go into how I kind of came to be a little bit and where I where I started from in the space and everything like that. So yeah, absolutely. I am I am located in Wisconsin, uh, USA. So that is where I'm from. Um, and that is where I live. Um, you know, in terms of how I joined the space, uh, I worked in crypto. Um, and I say worked, didn't actually work in crypto, but I educated myself on crypto um, and worked in the space of and the realm of crypto for about two and a half, three years before I joined uh, any type of NFTs. And inevitably, what led me to Solana was the community and uh, the marketplaces. I thought the marketplaces overall were just better. Um, before that, I would, you know, dive into different blockchain like like AVAX and, and Chainlink and Atom and uh, even Matic and things like that. And it was very um, it was in depth on the on the blockchain side of things, but it was very surface level for NFTs. Uh, and Solana is kind of what got me into NFTs. But it's a unique way that I joined because a lot of people joined, and uh, you know, generally they join and they uh, get put into a bad spot. Uh, they get rugged. They they don't know exactly what they're doing. Um, and something that was advantageous to me is that I joined through the one to one art community. So. I had no idea about D-Gods, nor did I care. I had no idea about any of the major projects out there at the time. Um, in January of last year is when I is when I inevitably joined Solana NFTs. And I joined the one-to-one space because I wanted to support creators. I wanted to support artists. And I have a whole ton of uh, artists that are still here, artists that don't operate anymore, uh, just sitting in a, in a one-to-one phantom wallet um, that I supported for about three to four months. Um... And that was kind of my my onboarding and and what gave me the major platform. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but Zeno or Zenom uh, is one of the largest one to one artists uh, that's out there that operates on form function. Uh, and he actually allowed me uh, just a little bit of a platform um, to kind of speak and and he helped me get my name out there. And he's a very humble and genuine human being with his journey as well. And his journey is crazy. And uh I don't know. It just kind of went from there. Um, I met a couple people that I still talk to today. Most of them, some of them aren't in the space anymore, um, inevitably because people leave. But 
there's a group of people uh, that I met on a rug, which then became uh, a D-rug for us. We were put onto a team for free. Um, we wanted to push it in the right direction. Uh, it was a rug called Wolf Friends Club. Uh, I don't know if <laughs> you remember that, but it was this cutesy little NFT. Um, and, it, and then it inevitably became a rug. And then it became a double rug because the people that took over the server um, failed to tell us that they actually didn't have ownership of anything um, once we worked on it for about a month. So I took that team and we left um, and we all went in separate directions. Um, one of them right now is the community manager for So Dead. The other one um, is one of the devs for like Dark Skellies and uh, works kind of on that side of the space um, for that and so on and so forth. Another one owns their own project called the Mecha Race. Um, and I help run Ghost Kid. And that's kind of the direction we went. So we were going to try and flip the community. But now we, did, we kind of decided that uh, we just didn't have money. To, to put into a community like that was our whole goal of working for free was to inevitably get to a place where we could actually find sustainable income um and we decided to all kind of do it a different way but we still all talk we still all discuss we still all uh kind of go through ideas and different things with one another and help each other out when needed um which is really cool it's just really it, it's a really cool little group um that no one really knows about um that we kind of uh progressed and got into positions where we can say that we've found some type of success in the space. And kind of the rest is history. In, uh, in May, um, I found Ghost Kid through Primus Dow. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Primus Dow. I assume you have. Um, I was in Primus uh, for uh, quite, a, quite, a, quite a while. I joined once again. Um, that was a connection I had through the one-on-one space. Um, this gentleman named Time Pilots, um, he created some art for them. And uh, he was part of that group that I talked about that was rugged on Wolf Friends Club um, that we were in. And he's a fantastic human. He doesn't really do much in the space right now, but he made some really kick-ass art for Primus. Um, and I was onboarded kind of through that as as one of his, his friends. And um, I met Cut through that and everything. And the rest is kind of just history with, with Primus and so on and so forth with that. Um, but it's really cool, kind of that journey, um, going through there and being able to curate some some connections through that. Uh, and one of the things that I was able to find, uh, while at work, I used to work, uh, at a daycare. So that was where I was. I was an assistant director, uh, at a daycare, uh, previously for my job in real life, um, before I worked in web three full time. And I kind of managed a staff of like 35 people. I managed, um, you know, I helped other centers. Uh, my director was like quality control. So they were never there. I effectively kind of ran the whole operation, um, you know, inevitably. And that was kind of my job for about two years. Um, and uh, in 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 May, once again, uh, when when Ghost Kid launched, I saw the link in Primus uh, through. Um, oh, man, I am literally just forgetting the name of of who dropped it. And I can see it in my head and I'm going to check discord so that I can make sure to get it right. Um, but she dropped the link in discord um, from Primus and inevitably uh, it was a Ghost Kid link, and that is where I ended up actually finding and minting um, Ghost Kid. Uh, so it wasn't, you know, on my list to kind of go through through the mint at that time, but it was uh, something that I did mint, and something just made me just want to ape into it. I'm not going to lie. Um, it, maybe it was the activity in the Discord at the time. Maybe it was how clean the pixel art was, um, but the rest is kind of history from there. I kind of worked really hard as a community member, Um you know, after they launched, uh, and after they launched, uh, within, you know, I would say two weeks, um, 
I was in a position as a community moderator. I was onboarded from one of their moderators. They were looking for people that were very active in the community to kind of help out because I'm not going to lie, it was it was crazy. Um, best time. I will never forget the the early Ghost Kid times because I've never had more fun in a project during a mint. Um, and even like, you know, uh, the first month and a half of Ghost Kid was insane. And uh, after two weeks, I was on as mod. And after that, I was community manager after a little while. Um you know, I am fairly good at managing individuals. I am fairly good at being in a leadership role. It's something that I did for past jobs pretty continuously. Um, you know, onboarding as well. Uh, at one point, Ghost Kid had like 26 mods, um, whether they were chat mods, whether they were... And like, we couldn't keep up with chats. Um, it was that crazy. Like, when I say crazy and most fun time in the space, I'm not, I'm not fucking lying. Like, it was literally insane and extremely difficult to keep up with. Um... But we did it. Um, we've kind of thus consolidated the team up until this point. Um, you know, we we have even a new mint coming. Uh, I'm not. It's not a second generation. It's it's separate from Ghost Kid, but it is coming out through us. Um, it's called a non NFT. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that happened in between there. And I'm gonna kind of let you get into your whole your whole process here now. Um, for what everything you know, where we're, where we're gonna go here. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's so cool because I, I like taking the layer back, right? Where you know. Where, where it all started from. I, I love that you're like, hey, you know, I used to work in uh, daycare. I managed a lot of people. And now, you know, instead of, you know, working with little kids and, and, and the team there, right, you, you now you're, you know, now you're working with a bunch of degenerates that are, you know, saying, hey, w <laughs> yeah. when moon, when moon, when moon, right? So, um, so <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love the, the little shift, you know, you're still looking at looking over uh children but uh different types of children at the end of the day yeah. it, uh it is a similar process uh i'll bet um pr is something i was always good with like being an assistant director i uh i interacted with 90 families on a daily basis mm. i helped and was in classrooms and helping and and managing um children and what they do in their development for oh, 200 children you know on a daily basis and i would be there for 10, 11 hours and that was what I did. So PR and, and, you know, growth and development is something I've always done. Um, I worked at the Boys and Girls Club before I worked uh, in, in the daycare. So, it, you know, growth and positive development and, you know, making a positive impact was always something that I prided myself on. And kids were a very easy way to do that uh, because they need it. Yeah. To be honest, they, they need that type of um, support in their lives. So, so kind of just to summarize things up. So basically you came into at least the Solana NFT space in January last year, right? Yep. And um, Ghost Kid launched in May, was it mentioned? Yes. So launched in it May. It should be uh, May 8th, and they were minted out within, I believe, 48 hours. I, th I, I know it was sooner than that, but I'm just saying 48. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, basically over four slash five months, you kind of, you know, gotten more and more involved i really like how you said hey you know what you know you and some friends right you guys were just you know getting involved where you can you were working for free you're just you know getting your feet wet you know learning the space right with no crazy expectation of return and then eventually it led you to you know actually getting on a you know on a position with a team where now you've transitioned like you're doing this full time now right you, you know you're making enough money that it sustains you all that jazz which is really cool to see and uh, i see this same repetition um, with a lot of founders in the space right that's how they've come up to building a founding position 
and um, you know create an income for themselves. And I say this to every listener and every person I do work with, right? That is like the key to success, you know, um, add value, start adding value, um, you know, solve problems without an expectation of return. And, you know, you never know where that could lead you, right? You might just stumble across one good connection and voila, now the rest is history. So um, I really love hearing all that. It's really, really fun. Um, and it sounds so cool because you guys are like, yeah, the mint you know you had the best time ever right so you got like emotionally involved with the community right which led you to just you know be more of a part and just led you to continue to go forward from there so how did you transition from like moderator to community manager to the role that you're in now and if you can explain your role a little bit more um, I'd love to hear about that yeah um god my role is quite expansive on ghost kid now but in terms of the transition from moderator to community manager um the better that you can make things flow and the more value proposition that you have in a project, generally you will be taken note of um, for the things that you can handle, for the things that you can provide, for the support that you can provide to the project and inevitably the community. Um, and if that's you know highly valued and you do a good job, it, it's seen. It's just like the same as putting yourself in front of something. So uh, there were things, right, that uh, were difficult at the beginning for Ghost Kid, um, you know, being... Um, very early on in their existence that they needed help with and that I had the kind of skills to manage. And it's, I just did it. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it wasn't like a, a whole epiphany. It wasn't anything that was crazy. I just, something needed to be done and I filled the gap. And inevitably that led me to being able to take over as community manager because I was managing the community, you know? I wasn't just chilling in chats and, you know, uh, just connecting with the community. I was also, you know, planning events. I was helping get other people on track. I was creating different, uh, you know, different groups within within the actual community and, and managing the other moderators and, and hiring more people and everything. So it, it literally was like, it's just doing it. I'm, it. There's no secret formula. It's just if you think that you can do it, give it a shot. You don't know where it's going to lead. Maybe you won't get a position, you know, but you never, you're not going to know if you don't just do it. And I always tell people, and I always tell myself, so even in my Twitter bio, it's growth and comfort don't coexist. Um, and when you're trying to go above and beyond, um, like the, the person or entity that you are, you really do have to put yourself out there. Otherwise nothing is going to change. So if you think you have the skills and you have the drive and you have the motivation to do more, do more. You don't know exactly know where it's going to lead. And and the big thing that I always look at, too, that I think people struggle with um, when it comes to, you know, delayed gratification and instant gratification and that whole that whole process, uh, delayed gratification, you have to look at it like this. How I look at it exactly is what's the best way to put it? How I look at it exactly is when you're when you're going towards delayed gratification and when you're, you're going towards that process, uh, you have to really enjoy the journey and realize that even if you don't get to your goal or your milestone uh, that you set for yourself, you have more than likely made an immense impact throughout the journey, and you can consider that a success. And if there's failures and mistakes along the way, that's okay. That's having a growth mindset. You're supposed to fail. You're not supposed to be perfect. You're not supposed to be a perfect human being. Uh, you can't learn if you don't fail. And that's the best way to learn is if you fail, but you have to have the, I guess, perseverance to pop back up and continue to, to grind and move on um, and learn from the mistake that you had. So it's all about mindset. Mindset is everything, and it's something that I've learned. Um, you know, I'm 27 years old. 
Um, I wouldn't have been able to operate the way that I am right now if I was 20. It's just, it's not a thing. Um, I went to school for four things. Uh, I went to school for philosophy. I went to school for psychology. I went to school for business administration and coaching and leadership. So I went to school for four different things. And all of that has encompassed and allowed me to become, um, you know, a portion of what I am, right? Um, those experiences that I had through school. Uh, and those are very important, right? And you don't have to go to school to learn those things. Uh, for Forever, my teachers in high school told me I was bad at things, that I wasn't good at particular things, that I wouldn't make it in college, that I wouldn't be able to do X, Y, Z. And uh, that's a good motivator, too. Um, it's kind of pairing the good motivations with the bad motivations, right? Um, and by that, I mean, there's always going to be people that tell you you can't do this or you can't do that. But um, there's also going to be those few that tell you that you can and you have to use both as a proper motivation to put yourself in an advantageous position for where you want to be in life in the future. What was the main question? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I love these little tangents. Um, and honestly, like you're, you're actually spitting bars, bro, because, you know, it's such an important, you know, you, like you said, the mindset side of things. And I, I'm a big believer in everything that you said. I really liked, um, you know, the, the delayed gratification when you step into entrepreneurship, business, etc. Right. There's a lot of delayed gratification even and investing, too. Right. And you got to be OK with that. Mm. And, um, you know, it's not the same as, you know, the employee mindset where, you know, you, go, you show up. Right. And you get paid for your time. And that's that. Right. You're like, you know, you, you get that instant gratification right away. Um, I really like your bio there. Like you said, growth and comfort don't coexist. Um, it's it's freaking beautiful because it's exactly that. You got to get out of the comfort zone. So, um, dude, yep. thanks for sharing that. I really like it. Um, now let's let's dive into to Ghost Kid a little bit, right? Because you guys, you know, your like mission statement, your your label there. It's like, look, you're here to create the best community on Solana, right? Your communities, your fuel. Yes everything that you aim is for the people, right? Um, I'd love to yes. hear about that. How do you guys live up to that name? Like, are you guys really that community? Um, yeah, yeah I, I want to hear about it. Truly, it's about walking the talk. It's it's a simple process. Um, I would do any single thing for any of, any of my holders. I have had so many holders contact me about Things that to, I think, a lot of other project um, project founders or major project participants like myself, because I'm not a founder. I, I'm the closest thing, most likely, to a founder um, that you can probably get without being one with, with the things that I do um, throughout the day. But, um, you know, when it comes to curating that type of culture and curating that type of community, it truly is walking the talk. Like, we are going to be the biggest community on Solana. We are going to be the most positive community on Solana. We're going to walk that talk. Um, we're going to make a difference in not only the holders' lives, but also the holders are going to make differences in other people's lives. And I truly believe Ghost Kids is is one of the most under underground like networking opportunity for people out there because we have so many different individuals associated with the community across the board that people in the space don't even know about and that we utilize and that they utilize each other and they've created all these networks and created all these opportunities and created all of these these value propositions within the community and it's it's crazy it's honestly crazy how undervalued the the actual ethos of the community is currently i think on solana because uh we walk the talk uh the only thing you're gonna find fud about ghost kid is fud friday <laughs> The only thing you're going to find about FUD about Ghost Kid is FUD Friday. Uh, you can look all you want, and it's it's the way that the community was curated. Uh, it's the way the community was 
was created was to be uh, the the bright light uh, for anybody that joined the space to come and instantly have connections and value in because that is the importance of a true community that is going to be helping one another. There's no backstabbing. There's no dumping on each other. There's no bullshit. It's it's literally we're there to create a culture, and that is what Ghost Kid truly is at its core. And I don't know how many times I've answered DMs and answered tickets and um, been polite, been positive, always answering them, and that's a slept-on way to build a community. Uh, because where do those people that get in your DMs go back to? Where do those people that get in your tickets and ask XYZ, even if it's a repetitive question or or something like that, or a question that you really don't think you need to answer. Well, you do need to answer it, and you need to answer it professionally and politely, uh, because that's how you curate a true community, because they go back to their groups, and they say, wow, like, they, did, you know, I wasn't able to do this, but they were, they were damn polite and positive, and they were very helpful, and so on and so forth, and I trained all the staff the same way. I trained every staff that worked on Ghost Kid, and they've been trained the exact same way. Um, it's, it's all trickled down to the community from the top. It starts at the top and trickles down, and that's just how it works. Yeah, like you mentioned before, leading by by example, right? Exhibit A. Exactly. So, um, cool. So tell tell me, like, um, so you guys created this community. You know, I, I truly believe, you know, NFTs are simple. It's like you cr- you you create a community, then you reward that community, and that's that's the key to creating a very successful project. Um, you know, now now the culture build. Like, how do you guys deliver this message to like on a marketing perspective to your guys's community that like that built it into this culture that it is today like um you know on the early stages how did you build that i want i want to know the secrets of course uh the secret sauce uh, is definitely direct and intentional engagement i'm not talking about um just being in chat and throwing up a, a gif uh which is you know, it has its value, right? Uh, gifts are always fun. Uh, you can't sleep on gifts. Ghost Kid have the best fucking gift game in the space. That's no cap. So that's that's a fact. Gifts help. Uh, but also having intentional conversations, um, being present and available for your community uh, is, is more important than you think. And I'm not talking just a hi, hello, welcome to the community. I'm saying like in-depth conversations, getting in voice chats, having, having true human-to-human interactions, not just... Uh, I'm a dude sitting behind a computer and you're in this project and that's it. Um, It's the human interactions that have the true value when you're building a community. And that's where you truly onboard people for the long term uh, as as investors. That's kind of how that works. And because you have those human to human interactions, they trust you. Right. And that can be a double edged sword. If you have bad intentions, you can definitely fake it, which sucks ass. It's just it's just how it works in this space, unfortunately. Um, but if you can continuously prove that uh, and deliver on the things that you're talking to your community about, and you can show them the value that you're bringing um, and then pair that with those human to human interactions. Uh, it has this encompassing feeling of like, we are truly here together and we're going to make it. Um, it is once again, walking the talk like it, it would not be possible. The way that it's curated from a community side would not be possible if we didn't have the tech side and the back end work as well. Um, it just wouldn't work. Because community needs value to attach themselves to. And if it has that value uh, and that worth, then they will want to support you. 
Um, they will want to support your vision and, and the direction that you want to take the project. So community is fantastic. It is a necessary uh, necessary piece of the formula. Um, but for the be-all, end-all, it's not going to work alone. It will not. Um, you have to have other value propositions associated as pillars in your project in order to actually create something in this space. Otherwise, it will falter. And you need to be consistent for every pillar. Consistency is key. Transparency is key. Uh, and making sure that you are actually creating something from top down. Sorry, my alarm's going off and it's distracting me. Um, creating something top down and treating your holders as true participants of the project to take it in a direction is is very important as well. Yeah, I, I resonate with all of that. Um, let, let's talk about the value proposition that you, you're talking about, right? What, what's the value yeah. proposition for people that are in Ghost Kid DAO? Absolutely. So obviously we have done a lot throughout our existence thus far, um, you know, these eight, nine months, um, some of which people don't know about, uh, which I think is crazy to me. But at the same time, I get it. Um, you know, when you launch as a project, you get labeled. You get labeled as a project that did this. We are a project that was labeled as we are raiders in the space. And we are. We are true a raiding community in the space, right? Um, we are true interactors. Uh, we engage with community members and individuals that join and other people in the space in the capacity that we want to. Um, and originally that was just done out of community. It was literally just posted in Discord. People did it for free. They didn't get anything and it was just fun as hell. Um, that, that is a key component. That is a, that is a key component. Fun. It's that simple. If you can make things goddamn fun and you can make your project successful. Um, that's what we did. That was one of the things that we did to make sure that the project was put into a position to succeed for the future. Um, we made it fun. It was fun. I spent no lie. First two months, I was 20 hours a day on this shit, even at my full-time job. Like I would literally have it. And I just, it wasn't, it wasn't because I was working. It wasn't because I was making money on it. It was because I truly didn't want to put it down because it was so fun. Like that was, that's the truth. And that's how everybody felt. So we just raided hard as hell because it was fun. And, um, you know, what we do now, and like, that was kind of what was assigned to us because we were very good at it early on, um, as, as a raiding community and, and where we've come now, um, you know, we're a S S A S, uh, a SAS S A S S provider. Uh, we have a whole tool suite, um, that we have created to, Gamify our rating. Um, it allows for, you know, staking and raffles. There's a shop as well, um, which you, you know, there's a leaderboard on it. Um, there is a, a season pass, like in Fortnite or Call of Duty, that you can purchase in our native token uh, that you can earn along the way. There's accolades. Um, there's things like animations and such that are going to be added in the future uh, that make it very enticing for users uh, to use and continue to utilize. Um, you know, there's different partnerships on there. Like we have the DTM through a Reptilian Renegade. Um, we have uh, through Weeball, we have like a lottery system that we can we can do through us as well directly on there. There's a casino on there that that, that is in Boo that we can utilize. Um, it's a whole tool suite uh, that that is is directly through our community um, that in the future. So we have an incubator program that we have come out with. And that is where our second collection is going to be going through, um, where if you launch with us, um, essentially you take a percentage of the mint and allocate it in boo, uh, to ghost kid holders. And then you get all of our tools, um, to be utilized for the community that launches through us for free. 
Uh, so all of those tools, the staking, the raffles, the the shop, the the leaderboard, the raid to earn, everything, uh, everything. And and there is a very long list of additions for this platform, but we only have one dev right now. We have one dev. So if we had six devs, Boonties would be the biggest thing on Solana right now. I guarantee it. But we don't. We only have one dev. Um, and in the future, you know, with, with the Anonment and everything that's going to encompass that with the second collection, that is in 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 a simple term uh a capital injection for both projects to continue to build as well which is very much needed and very much uh the way that we look at it in terms of a long-term sustainable business currently even minting at three dollars and fifty cents we can still operate on our funds at current for another year okay but we can't add anything at all we pretty much just have to operate as such the goal is to get a whole dev team so that we can be churning out whatever we want, whenever we want. Um, and we have plans for it. We have the connections for it. We just don't have the funds for it. So getting these funds is very important. And then Anon itself is going to be built very different from Ghost Kid, uh, but in a very unique way. And I can't get into that at all. You're not going to be able to pull anything out of me for that. Um, so I'm sorry for that. Um, but, you know, the Mint is tentatively in mid-February. Um, and we already have 3,200 people in the Discord in like four days. So we're looking to make that one of the biggest mints uh, upcoming in February on Solana. I truly believe it will be. Um, and any upgraded ghost can mint in Boo. So any upgraded ghost can mint directly in Boo. Um, which that price uh, right now tentatively is going to be a lot lower than, you know, the whitelist price and the public price. Um, you know, obviously the price of Boo will inevitably go up because of this. Um, but right now it is definitely cheaper uh, for sure uh, in terms of the, the value that it currently has. So, you know, just looking at that. Um, yeah, we, we do a lot. Um, and that's through the Ghost Foundation, which is our SaaS tools, which is our software as a service tools, um, which also is inevitably going to go cross-chain. Um, we are in the process of making it cross-chain for... It's going to take a little bit of time, but once we get more devs, I mean, we're going to be cross-chain for every chain. Um, and, and we're hiring marketers as well, upcoming um, between four and five that are directly going to sell our services because we can white-label everything on our tool suite um, for any project. So we can white-label it for any project, um, and inevitably they, they can actually choose what to purchase as well. If you only want staking, you only have to purchase staking. If you want raffles, you only have to purchase raffles. If you just want raid to earn, you only have to purchase raid to earn. So each tab is uh, attainable right there for any project, um, one by one or in its entirety. And it's all priced and on a presentation that you can find in the Ghost Kid Discord. Amazing. So, you know, to simplify it all, basically you guys have a full tool suite to help out any project. And yes. you have a variety of unique, um, fun um, you, you, utility type tools that you know, make engaging and fun and all that jazz, like, you know, the raids, etc. Um, that sounds really cool. And so your business model to generate extra revenue, it would be more to a B2B um, style business, right? Where you're helping other projects, yep. other, other companies that are either entering in the space or currently in the space. Yes. And one of the goals um, for 2023 here is target marketing to more B2B Web2 entities. Mm -hmm. um, you know, inevitably, our mark at first was to 
make that mark on Web3 and that space. And I believe we've done, you know, that thus far. I think that we've lived the ethos and the picture that um, the Shadows kind of set out to do, which was do a lot from very little. Um, you know, show the world that you can do a lot from very, very little and, and show them that you can make a huge difference um, with, with community and, and, you know, the backing of that. And I do believe we've done that. There's a lot of work to be done uh, across the board, obviously. There's never not going to be work to be done across the board. Um, but we're very happy with where we are right now. Um, and we're going to work harder than ever uh, to, to ascend to even higher levels in the future um, for the people that have trusted us, uh, that have minted and never sold a single ghost in their life because they've seen the vision. You know? So how does it um, correlate with the NFT collection, um, you know, the Ghost Kid collection here? How does uh, you know you guys continue to building your business and cr- generate more income through business to business solutions? Um, how does that correlate back into the value of the NFT itself? Yes. So the value of the NFT itself, anything that we do, will inevitably kind of uh, encompass going back into the NFT side of things. Um, I really do believe like onboarding is one of the most important things. Um, for the future and if you want to onboard and bring it back to nfts then you have to start somewhere Um, and i believe one of the best places to start is offering these services that we have to b2b business okay so like businesses from web2 and there's more tools that are going to be added in the future that are going to be very enticing for businesses coming onto the space that are specific sas tools that we believe will have high value in the eyes of future and potential investors from Web2. So we really worked on the Web3 side. There's going to be more additions for the Web2 side, and all of it will encompass and inevitably come back to GhostKid. Um, and it'll come back to GhostKid because everything that we do with Ghost Foundation, um, which is the, I guess you could say, the entity for all of these tools, is going to encompass Boo. And Boo is the token. And we have explicitly discussed, because tokenomics is the hardest thing to actually add value to in the space when you're looking at what a project is and that it's not a shitcoin, and the, to put it in um, straight terms, <laughs> um, you know, that's the hardest thing. But tokenomics is something that I learned about before I joined NFTs. Um, there's people on the team, uh, somebody that did a lot of uh, work and, and I guess knowledge gaining with me beforehand that's still with Ghost Kid now and one of my best friends in, in real life um, to this day is Blockchain Jake. Um, and he's probably one of the smartest guys I've ever talked to in, in, in when it comes to blockchain. And we discuss tokenomics quite frequently. And when you're looking at tokenomics, um, we look at things like Fortnite um, and how they do V-Bucks and how they're one of the most successful metaverses or game verses out there right now to, today. And we look at Roblox and how they have Robux. And you look all the way back to 2008, 2009 with Facebook games when you could purchase coins in game and interact with people on the platform right there. And we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're trying to take instances throughout technology's life and apply it in a way to NFTs that will actually be valuable and usable for the direction of regulation, for the direction of tokenomics and, and what it means and what it actually is, and the direction of the, the way that the project's going to go. So all-encompassing, boo will be extremely valuable to the ecosystem of Ghost Kid because it will always have value proposition associated with what we do. Cool. So basically, you know, say I, I own a Ghost Kid DAO um, NFT. Mm-hmm. 
um, that will work as like my miner to get more to get boo, in a sense. Yes. And that and that's yep. where the circulation comes from is from the the NFTs. Um, yes, that are, the NFTs that are itself mining the the coins. Yes, and we have uh, plans as well. So we just had our first halvening for the output of boo mm-hmm. for each NFT uh, on January fourth of this year. Um, we went from an upgraded ghost earning thirty boo a day and a non-upgraded earning 15, to an upgraded going and earning 15 a day, and a non-upgraded going 7.5 per day. And there are three more happenings in the future. There are three more happenings planned in the future uh, at this time. So inevitably, Boo will continue to drive and increase in value and become more scarce, uh, which is also why, when you look at it now, our initial investors the major investors will always be rewarded by participating in our ecosystem because they have the most boo. I love it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. So this, so you guys, uh, when did you announce this like next collection coming out? Like that just recently. Eh? Yes. Yes. Very recently. Um, God, it feels Monday, Monday of this week, um, is when it was announced. Um, we are, again, uh, that will be coming in, in kind of mid-February, uh, roughly. Obviously, deadlines suck. I recommend anybody out there to not ever put an actual timestamp on anything because it's just not a good formula. Um, keep it loose, keep it light, and just do your best to be transparent about when things aren't going well so that the community understands why it may be taking a little bit longer. That's my kind of pitch on that. Um, yes, mid-February for Anon. Cool. I like it. Um, and um, now owning a Ghost Kid DAO, like why? Why do I need to own one? Why? Why do anyone should should own one, etc.? And especially leading into this mint, like um, I'd like to hear more about it. Like, yeah, sell me if you have a Ghost Kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know a lot of why you should own a Ghost Kid is kind of what I what I pitched a little earlier. But in terms mm-hmm. of a non specifically. Uh, you, if you have a ghost kid, an upgraded ghost kid, you will be able to mint in Boo. That is the that is the number one thing. And if you have an upgraded ghost kid, any project that comes through our incubator, you will be able to mint in Boo. So if you have an upgraded ghost kid, it is one to one. So if you have five ghost kids, you can mint five NFTs for the upcoming project in our token. Okay, really cool. Yeah, I'm looking at your chart right now. You're you guys are sitting at. You know, seventeen ninety uh, soul um, floor price at the moment, and it looks like you guys been on a, a little bit of a tear just recently, right? So it's uh, you guys kind of gone up from just a few days ago from like uh, twelve soul um, up to where you're yep. sitting now. So it's a so you ever bought a few days ago? They're 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 up with a little bag. Yeah, they're up. When um, when Solana was pumping, inevitably, each NFT kind of... Um, it's kind of uh, like clockwork. When Solana is pumping, NFTs go down because people are rotating their profits uh, directly into Solana so that they can try and make a bag off Solana instead of NFTs. Um, there are a lot of projects that dropped uh, fairly low during that time, um, and Ghost Kid included. Um, we held for a couple days around 15, 16, and then we dropped to 12, and when we dropped to 12, it was swept up within, I don't know, probably like 24 hours. Uh, back to 15 and then we announced an on and we went to just below 20 and we've settled around 18. Oh, it's cool. So the, the upgraded ones, um, are also just kind of sitting on the floor price. So yes, some people, um, what's the best way to put it? 
there are plenty of traders out there that have used Ghost Kid as a small profit margin gains flipping tool. <laughs> is the best way to put it because we've been very stable because we have very label uh loyal holders uh throughout which means that uh in terms of scalpers and such um the collection unfortunately is quite easy to do just that yeah. with. um but inevitably it is what it is that's the name of the game um and eventually there's just not going to be any ghosts left out there to scalp so it's just going to take some time and i have no doubt in my mind that in six months um this call is going to be looked back upon for those that watch it as uh, a good formula to how to run a successful business in Web3 because uh, we're going to be positioned very nicely um, in six months. I have no doubt in my mind. And it's because all of the team and all of the holders truly believe in the overall ethos and vision of where we want to take this. Yeah, so let's... Yeah, because I'm looking at the price points here. Um, you know, I kind of want to wait, watch the market a little bit. I, you know, I understand the traders, right? Because it's like even in our project Absolutely. too, right? It's always just like there's people that are trading all the time, um, which is sometimes frustrating, but it's also a part of the game, like you said. I'm glad that people can make money on, on the project. Absolutely. Um, That's the goal. Yeah. Make money. But um, anyway, so what's the vision? Like where do you see your guys' self in six months from now? Like, you know, what's the plans? I want to, you know, quarter one, quarter two, let's hear it. All right. I'll get into a little bit. Um, one thing about the way that we've always ran the project, and this will never change. Mm -hmm. um, the shadows like to be a little bit secretive until things get closer, um, which is why we have a visual roadmap that updates in real time. Um, it updates with the things that we're doing and generally updates between four and six days. It's a completely interactive roadmap. Um, it's called Ghost City. You can go take a look at it on ghostkid.io. It's very cool. Um, there's no other roadmap out there like it. Um, truly, right now, um, we have, we've put a lot of time and effort into it. Uh, one of our Community artists, which is one of the cool things about Ghost Kid early on, is uh, we've always been very supportive of creators. We've done a lot of like one-to-one -one pieces uh, where we split the royalties with creators uh, that are in the community and operate in the community, um, and we allowed them um, basically like an inquiries, like little shop channel in Discord where we had eight or nine different uh, artists that did different things. You know, there were people that did banners, there were people that did phone backgrounds, there's people that did 3D art, there's people that did. Um, 2D banners um, that were related to specific ghost kids, uh, literally anything you could think of. And um, they were uh, able to operate very early on in our Discord as community creators. Um, and they made good money off of basically the little shop that we set up for them in Ghost Kid itself. Um, and one of them is Remart. Um, Remart has worked with uh, people like Billie Eilish um, for, for animations. Um, Remart has been uh, working as a 3D artist for a very, very long time, um, since, you know, pre-2010, um, and, and kind of curating his entire profile, and he is the one that works with us on Ghost Kid, um, for those animations and, and the 3D, uh, the 3D city, um, and he does all of it, so, uh, he's a very talented individual, um, and he works with us and has been with us since the very beginning, um, and he's very good at what he does, so, that is kind of what Ghost City is, and in terms of, you know, the position that we're going to put ourselves in the future, quarter one, two, three, if you want to look at it like that. Um, there's a lot of tools coming uh, for for Boonties and the direction we want to take it. Once again, one dev hopefully going to change, and then we can kind of roll things out whenever we want. We can have, you know, you working on this, you working on that, um, instead of just one dev having to kind of try to consolidate what needs to be done and getting it taken care of, um, which has definitely, I'll bet, we've come out with a lot of things. 
definitely stunted certain uh, visions because, I mean, we can't just, you know, put the time into this. There's only so much time during the day um, to kind of get things done. And, you know, there's going to be plenty of uh, new integrations with our seasons. So we have seasons for our gamified rating. Uh, currently, we are in season. Uh, that is utilizing our crews or our sub DAOs, you can call them, um, for this, uh, where there's a leaderboard, the top five all are able to earn prizes. There's a point system, um, and that is going to be going on for another few weeks. Um, I believe three weeks. At the end of this week, it, it will continue for about three weeks. Um, and we are in season two, so we had season zero, season one, and season two. And every season will have something new uh, associated with it that holders will be able to participate in in a gamified way. Um, so that's always going to be a focus of ours for Ghost Kid and getting that ready to go. Um, once again, building out our SaaS tools, um, working a lot harder with targeted marketing and actually selling our tools to other projects and entities is a, is a main focus for us. Um, and just putting ourselves in an advantageous position when it comes to, um, you know, I'm not going to say that Ghost Kid is going to be the face of Solana, but I think everybody needs to strive for that right now, the projects mm -hmm. that are serious about it. Um, and I think Ghost Kid, with how powerful the tool is, definitely has a uh, an opportunity to position themselves more advantageously than they are right now. I'm not going to say we're going to be at the top. I'm not going to say that we're going to be the face, but I am going to say that we're going to be up there um, with some top dogs in the future because of the things that we're able to provide. I um, mean, eventually, I, I truly believe that you're not going to be able to sleep on Ghost Kid. It's basically just going to be a project that's out there that you want to be a part of because they have all these tools, they have all these opportunities, they have all these networking connections, um, they have fantastic team members that truly do work for the community um, from the top down and that have an overall picture in where they want to take the business for the future. We don't think about just a couple months from now. We have plans for two, three years from now for where we want to take the direction of this project. We're very adaptable as well. We're very flexible with how we do it. Um, but realistically, we have a plan. We have a plan for where we're going to go. We have a plan for the funding and what we want to do with it. And we truly believe that the way it works and how this all works is straight back down to the community and how we built it from the start. That's, that's all that needs to be said, right? You literally are here for the long term. You've planted a flag. Yes. You guys already got proof of concept. You've already, you know, trialed and gone through the waters, the ups and downs, right? Um, you know, several months later, right? And yeah, like you said, you're not you're not stopping and you know whether you be at the the face or the top or whatever you know what you're doing is just at least showing up and doing your best and if the outcome is being number one amazing right and uh yeah. i really love that that mentality and that's what i'm willing to bet on is you know on founders on teams on people that are you know, invested for the long term and gonna be here for the test of time, right? You know, you don't, you don't. It's the journey, right? You don't care. You can always pivot too, right? You know, if yep. Solana goes to zero, you, we pivot, right? And and, and you're okay yep. with that, and you're gonna continue to build um, what this business is gonna be um, as a you know a future sustainable model. So I really like hearing that, man. Task, um, you know, let, let's uh, we'll, we'll bring it in for a landing, and uh, you know, man, you know you been a good episode you, you shared you know a lot um you know i really love listening uh, to, to you i'm looking forward to you know watching the replay um tuning back in as well and i'm sure you know a lot of the fa um, listeners will get a lot of value and i'm excited to distribute it onto all platforms here as well so is there anything else that you feel like you know you need to elaborate a little bit more or, or go off um um you know share a little bit before we uh, close it 
yeah, I can leave it with a little bit of something for anybody that's listening um, in general. And it's not Ghost Kid related whatsoever. It's more looking kind of at yourself. Um, going back to delayed gratification, the things you do now may not kind of seem as important as uh, you might think. But in the grand scheme of things, if you can truly look long term, um, the things that you have, you do now and the people that you meet and the, the value that you bring to the places that, that you're trying to operate in uh, will make some sort of difference and will have some sort of impact on someone. Um, and it truly, like you said earlier, all it takes is that one someone um, to kind of see that value uh, directly in front of them and say, well, yeah, like this is this is fantastic. Like you're doing a great job. Let's let's see what we can do more with you. And um don't don't sleep on delayed gratification. This world is filled with many distractions and and things that uh, are put right in front of your face and kind of skew uh, that long term vision that people struggle to uphold and find. And it takes time. It takes you know motivation and and commitment to make sure that you are staying on track for those things. Um, but in the long in the grand scheme of things, it it should inevitably be worth it. Uh, you have to truly believe that and you have to just work towards it and be okay with where you end up. Um, because I don't believe in people working towards happiness. Uh, I believe in people working towards being satisfied with the things that they're doing. Um, if you can be satisfied with the things that you're doing along the journey and the things that you're satisfied with at the end, um, then you have accomplished your goal or milestone at the time. So don't give up. Continue to create. Continue to uh, create content, continue to connect with people, continue to put yourselves in a position to, um, I guess, just be seen uh, and continue that work ethic afterwards. Um, once you're seen, that's when the real work begins. It doesn't just end. Um, once you're seen, that's when the real work begins. And it's something that people need to kind of understand is you being seen and being put in a position isn't making it. Um, you continuing to progress as an individual with the skills that you have, which you should focus on the ones that you're good at. Um, because a lot of times, a lot of time spent, I've tried to be a dev, I've tried to be an artist, um, all of which I just inevitably, I'm not going to say wasted time on, but, uh, just found out that I, it wasn't for me. Um, and once I started truly building on the skills that I'm good at is when I found the most success. So that's kind of what I'll leave it with. And also thank you, Trevor. I appreciate your time. Hey, thank you. Um, you know, bars. So I, I, I don't need to say anything else. So thank, thanks, uh, thanks, Task, for your time. Um, guys, um, I'll be linking uh, Task's um, a Twitter handle. It'll be all in the description below, as well as Ghost Kid Dow. You can find it all, all in the description. Uh, the collection will be linked there. Um, so, yeah, guys, you know, go go invest. Go, go get a Ghost Kid. Get involved. Plug in. Um, you know, it's, it's a fun journey and, uh, you guys are here for the long term. You guys are already established. So, you know, I'm willing to bet on that. That's a W on my book and, um, yeah, let's, let's go have fun over this next uh, year, two years and go from there. So I'm really excited for let's that. Let's run it, man. It's fucking 2023, baby. <laughs> and we got plans. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, uh. it's game time, bro. I'm, I'm excited to, um, I, I want to have a further conversation and see even, you know, how, you know, Meta Tattoo Club could always uh, be a supporter, um, and as well any any of the above, because I'm I'm here for the long term, man, too. So, um, I, absolutely, I love MTC and what they've done. I've listened to a lot of space from MTC. I think the team is is the real deal uh, in terms of the way that they operate in this space. Um, it's very easy to, to differentiate uh, that MTC is a good actor 
mm-hmm. uh, from the space. And it's always great to have team members that uh, have previous startup or entrepreneurial experience associated with them because they're more than likely going to put the project in a very good position in just a couple of years, if not less. So I'm bullish on MTC, too. I think that they have a fantastic fucking community. Those guys are wild. You guys are wild. And uh, you guys are going to put yourselves in a position to succeed. You're just at the early stages of where the project is and what you want to do. So I, I wish you guys all the best of luck, and we can definitely talk about some stuff in the future. Perfect. Well, we'll leave it at that, guys. So thanks for listening. And, um, you know, as always, you know, share it around. And uh, let's get the podcast out to everybody. So thank you. Hey, guys, you made it. This is the end of the episode. And before you, you know, tune away and, you know, go do your thing, I wanted to let you know a couple things of you know, what Club NFT is here to really do, right? Because if you're, you know, struggling and you know, not really getting the results that you're wanting in the NFT space as an investor or someone that you know, being involved or maybe just getting started, you need to figure out where to even get started. Well, guess what? We got you at Club NFT. You know, Club NFT as a whole, we help, you know, beginners in the space, you know, become more profitable, right? We educate them, you know, and education trumps literally everything and they're going to give you that winning edge on most people, right? Because most people fail in this space. We want you to become a winner as we understand, you know, NFTs are the number one moneymaker here today in 2022 in the online space, right? And you want to be a part of it. So if you want to figure out a little bit more about all these details, you can find that at clubnft.art. You'll find all the details there as well as you'll see some of our previous episodes. And as always, guys, I want to encourage you to share this with people, right? Let's get this out there, this podcast to more people as we want to empower more founders, more entrepreneurs to get involved in this space, right? So go do that right now. Share it to your story. Share it on Twitter. Uh, post about it as well. Don't forget to rate this episode five stars, right? You can do that on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. And for the people that are still listening right now, I want to reward you. I want to give you a gift. And my gift to you is very simple. Once a month, I'm going to be doing a lucky draw. So people that go out and share this, people that go and give this five stars, I'm going to be you know, going through the, the people that rated this show I'm going to pick one random winner every single month until I decide to cancel this. Um, Every single month, I'm going to give away a personal NFT from my collection, right? And I'm going to gift that to them. Maybe it'll be your first NFT. Maybe it'll be your hundredth one. But I want to give that to you guys as being a loyal listener, supporting me from the early stages. I want to gift that to you. Um, So that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you, and I hope you received tremendous amounts of value go check out the next episodes as we continue to find founders in this space and interview them and hear their perspectives of what web3 is all about as always lastly feel free to follow me on all social platforms it's one handle it is at i trevor johnston at yeah that's it at i trevor johnston find me on all platforms that's letter i in front and johnston j-o-h-n-s-t-o-n So very simple, guys. If you have any questions, need me, anything like that, or want to be featured on this podcast, simply just DM me and I got you. And uh, yeah, that's it, guys. So thank you. And remember, stay legendary.